Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So good to be back again online this Wednesday as we prepare our hearts to receive. Let's worship him who is worthy of it all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever. Be blessings and glory and honor and power forever to him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Lebo separa mi katabas, la manu hupal bendeshte brando, vavalito le brape sonomo, nimalakalpa lo custo, nefremist galbara di scendere biano, ro cruvelti mascopre fincebe bilidoro, e mandrete fazur capiesti. Oh, hallelujah, seno Roma de legere telebara, refononte macralite barasuro toshite, we worship your holy name, Semerendo Fredigaba Recente, for you alone are worthy, O Lord, Kralabido Sopralite. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Presepita Lejuro, Avalorente Palpereste, Meno Soprate Fetiesti. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Meno Copotosto Presimine, Le Crotocori Cadala Zanta. Hallelujah, Lord. For the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. Them will he choose and show the way. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. 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 We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, faithful God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We receive from your benefits today. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let's open up our Bibles uh, once more to that familiar uh, opening of last week. And uh, in the seventh chapter of John, this could be like a part two of it. Verse 15 says, The Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Praise God. A couple of scriptures there that uh, really put things to the very root of the matter about being uh, the one that acknowledged that he was sent, that he didn't come to do his will, even though he had his own will, even though he had his own thoughts, but he had to yield to the one who sent him, his father, and therefore he could speak certain things that were clear and true, which had nothing to do with his own uh, personal, in quote, uh, learning per se, but was taught by the father who sent him. And so we see that some people seem to have access to things that um, are strange or are different from what others speak. And I believe that God wants us to understand more and more of his uh, teachings and doctrine even before we meet him face to face. Praise God. But this should be uh, one of those patterns to understand in Jesus' name. Let's read also the same in Canada from John uh, 7, verse 15 onwards. Praise God. You can see this kind of sense communicated in other scriptures also. Matthew, the 11th chapter, in 27, he says, All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. So this very privy knowledge uh, and understanding of who they are, Father and Son, and whoever the Son will, he would reveal to that one. And then he gives an invitation, 28, come on to me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. So there is a 
there's an invitation there to learn and to know the Father, know the Son, and uh, cease from certain types of weary labor. Hallelujah. Uh, heavy burdens and enter into a rest slash learning experience. Hallelujah. And that, of course, involves, verse 29, taking my yoke, he says, his yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Hallelujah. So there is this pattern that when your neck is given, when your life is given to him, uh, you enter into a place of learning and you receive uh, a kind of rest which uh, the, the mind cannot understand, the natural thinking cannot understand because you seem so unperturbed, so still and uh, so stable in the midst of everything that's out there. And it is a very uh, meek kind of place also, being like him. I am meek and lowly in heart. Praise God. And so you seem to be a weak person. <laughs> but it's not weakness at all. In fact, it is strength. But it is brute strength that is hidden in control under the power of God. Hallelujah. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So one has to begin to think about it uh, more and more that we're not here to just uh, do what we want and be unequally yoked. For those things can be from your own plan, man's plans. But then there is uh, a certain kind of understanding and light and revelation that comes which uh, cannot be gotten just from you know, uh, the colleges and the institutions out there, but which comes from the Father, which comes from heaven, not from flesh and blood. Hallelujah. While speaking to Peter uh, that day when he confessed, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father in heaven. So we have the ability to tap into and receive from the Father by the Spirit or spiritual understanding, knowledge that comes from above. Hallelujah. And we are invited to come, but it involves taking a yoke, uh, submitting to His Lordship. It's a lifestyle and so forth. Praise God. But it is here in the Scripture as you can see. Maybe we can read that also in Canada and um, notice these things. Praise God. Verse 27 of Matthew 11, all the way to 30. Kashtapaduvare Matu Bharavatavare, Nivellaru Nana Badige Baniri, Nanu Nimage Vishranti and Nukuduvinu. 
ನನ್ನ ನೊಗವನ್ನು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಮೇಲೆ ತೆಗೆದುಕೊಂಡು ನನ್ನಿಂದ ಕಲಿತುಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ನಾನು ಸಾತ್ವಿಕನೂ ದೀನ ಮನಸ್ಸುಳ್ಳವನೂ ಆಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ನೀವು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಆತ್ಮಗಳಿಗೆ ವಿಶ್ರಾಂತಿಯನ್ನು ಕಂಡುಕೊಳ್ಳುವಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ನನ್ನ ನೊಗವು ಮೃದುವಾದದ್ದು ನನ್ನ ಹೊರೆಯು ಹಗುರವಾದದ್ದು ಆಗಿದೆ ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದನು that's the way god is notice in the 25th verse just going a little earlier at that time jesus answered and said i thank thee o father lord of heaven and earth because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes even so father so it seemed good in thy sight so this is a kind of uh, hide and seek mystery thing where certain people cannot understand uh what all of this means and it makes no sense to them but they are revealed to babes um here in this case we notice that those that had uh decided that they were not going to go with the arrogance and haughtiness but they were going to behave like a child that's weaned from their mother that kind of babe is what we're talking about and so um they had a way of hearing they had a way of understanding the lord would reveal things to them and therefore we all desire to be like that it did not come from uh natural thinking and uh, human schooling praise god and it seemed that that was the way god wanted it from the scriptures it seemed so it seemed good in thy sight and so we are interested in knowing not just uh, from the natural educational standpoint we want to hear from the spirit of god from our father hallelujah so we want to uh, think about these kind of verses and yield ourselves to them even more hallelujah maybe we can hear 25 and 26 also in kannada aa samayadalli yesu tandeye paraloka mattu bhulokagala odeyane neenu ee sangathigalannu jnanigaligu buddhivantarigu mare maadi shishugalige prakata maadiruvadakkagi nanu ninnannu kondaaduttene haudu tandeye idu ninna drushtiyalli olleyadagi tochitu and so we have all of these prayers that we pray often uh that are given to us in the epistles written to the church specifically it's the diet and understanding and revelation that is for us today more than any other time and so uh do be praying those kind of prayers constantly seeking god about it in the book of psalms and the 25th chapter notice uh it says there verse 12 what man is he that fears the lord him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose his soul shall dwell at ease his seed shall inherit the earth the secret of the lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant praise god so we have here again similar thoughts that reverence for the lord trusting in his mercy yielding to him in these areas he'll be able to teach us 
The Lord will personally teach, praise God, and unveil himself to that one. And there's an ease, there's a rest for that person. And even the next generation is affected. He says, the seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord, notice that it's called secret, is with them that fear him. And so we want to see the benefits of God unveiled by God, and not just man's interpretation. Uh, So sometimes we take a little while to think about things before um, taking them on. Praise God. Let's see. Uh, Maybe we can hear that also in Canada. Um, 25 of Psalms and verse 12 to um, 14. Katanige Bayapadua Manushanu Yaru, Avano Adu Kurduva Margadali Atanu Avanige Bodhisuvanu. Avana Pranavu Sukadali Ulukurduvadu, Avana Santana Udeshavanu Swadina Madikurduvadu. Katana Guttu Atanige Bayapaduvarondige Ade, Tana Odambadike Yenu Atanu Avarige Tilisuvanu. So we have all of these uh, thoughts here and it's good to see how plainly they are written. We were saying that um, when you become someone known as a doer, then you are planning to receive from the will of God, from the heart of God, that those who will do his will, who decide to do, are going to now activate certain processes in God's will that will cause them to understand and receive clarity, teaching from God, and so on. And so praise God for uh, the heart is more important in the things of God than just the brain. Thank God for a brain and all of its uh, nerves and the center of communication from senses in the body and all of that. But uh, it's a different kind of knowledge and we want that knowledge that uh, you may not be able to Get out there in the world system, praise God. And that is hidden purposely by God. And the knowledge of Him is what we desire more and more, praise God. So there is a blessing with those who decided to act on the Word. And no matter what the storms are, the magnitude of the problems out there, the curse out there, their life stands, whatever they are doing stands, Praise God. At the end of it all, they're still standing. That guarantee is there, and that is the guarantee given to the wise man. The wise man uh, is a man that walks in the fear of the Lord also. And that is the beginning of his wisdom and his understanding. So all of these things are related, and uh, they are heart matters. They are uh, deep thoughts, deep imaginations, and so forth. Praise God. And we uh, desire, uh, desire to look after these things, consider these things more than uh, others as time goes. Maybe you were a very assertive, forceful person. You took what you wanted. You were, you just, uh, you know, you were a go-getter and so on. But then at a point in time, like Saul of Tarsus, you met the Lord and began to follow him. And the things that you counted as great and valuable slowly began to lose their value. And eventually you counted them all as dung 
for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Paul went down that path and so he got so much revelation. Praise God. He desired to understand God more and more. And I believe that those prayers that are given to us are also the things that he had to learn and walk in. Praise God. So there is blessing for the doer, as you can see. And the first part of doing is speaking. And that's what engages uh, the other things and makes you actually a doer. Hallelujah. So we go to the book of Joshua and notice Joshua chapter 1 and the 8th verse where there's going to be a change in government and Moses is leaving the scene and Joshua is the one taking over and this is the instruction given to him by the Lord. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. The shoes that he had to fill were large, <laughs> to take over from Moses. Moses is, uh, is a great man, and in God's eyes, he's, he's uh, worthy to come, I believe, during that special time known as the Great Tribulation, and uh, with Elijah to come and be the two witnesses who will be killed and who will stand up again after three and a half days. Very interesting things like that. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Notice, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that's written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then shalt thou have good success. Amen. So as we follow this advice, this thought pattern, to meditate in the word day and night, to keep it in our mouths, he says that you observe to do according to all that's written therein. And then you make your way prosperous and you have good success. In other words, um, our choice is involved, our will is involved, our obedience to speak these things is going to determine our outcome. Hallelujah. We can make our way prosperous by meditating on the Word of God, and we can have good success. Hallelujah. Thank God that we believe these things, that, uh, you know, many of us have decided to accept that if this Word keeps coming out of our mouth day and night, that we can do what is written. We can actually become the person that the Scripture is talking about, the privileged one who is walking in the fear of God, who is bearing the yoke of the Lord. We are now trapped by the words of our mouth and our whole body and being becomes uh, subservient to the Lord. Hallelujah. And therefore, we can also be known as obedient. And all of these benefits are ours. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's hear Joshua 1 verse 8 also in Canada. So there is that uh, combination between what you are speaking and what you will be doing. And eventually what you say is what's going to come to pass. 
by that uh, unalterable, unalterable law of faith. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. The book of Psalms also declares in Psalm chapter 1, from verse 1, he says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So these are all options that one can uh, walk according to and follow with and take time uh, out to be in. But uh, he has made an option, verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. So that becomes your supreme uh, desire. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. There's the same thought pattern there, speaking, thinking, turning things around in the mind and saying these scriptures over and over because you delight in them. And he goes on to say the production here, verse 3, he shall be like a tree planted by the waters or the reverse of water. Just imagine no matter how dry, right now we're living in a dry time, uh, trees look kind of uh, leafless and everything is dry. But you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers. Just imagine a tree planted right there, constantly nourished with the waters, that that will bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So there's the doing aspect also. That whatever he does, puts his hand to, because of these thoughts, because of this meditation, constantly delighting in the word, whatever he does will prosper. Praise God. It's so good to see that. These things have not changed at all. And we are to stay in those aspects over and over. And whoever wants to be that, doer of the word, he will know and he will not be cheated by the winds of doctrine. Varieties of winds of doctrine are out there and we will be kept from all of that. Praise God. Notice Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 also in Kannada. So we can be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine uh, if we do not accept the word spoken uh, in truth out of a heart of love, it can cause us to be blown here and there, according to Ephesians 4, as you may well remember. There are winds of doctrine, along with the storms and the waves and so on, and we can be kept. You know, part of those thoughts today are, uh, there's a thinking that the earth is uh, under our dominion, so uh, we are going to dominate all the world systems and then when Jesus comes we will hand it over to him and so on and so forth and all things will be under our feet uh, because he said all authority in heaven and earth has been given to you. 
you know, to him and then he passed it on to us. And so, you know, they think that they are going to eventually rule the earth until Jesus comes and then Jesus will rule the earth. And people are talking like that in some doctrine or the other. I think it's called kingdom now. So you have to be a little careful that it is true we have authority. But we are not going to rule everything on the earth and then pass it off to Jesus when he comes. Amen. We have uh, uh, the ability to uh, influence people's lives, pray for them, share the gospel with them. And if they accept and they happen to be in positions of authority, it will affect other things. But not that we can, in, in other ways, kind of dominate and uh, pass it on to Jesus eventually, which they have you know, manufactured, which are scriptural thoughts, which they have now, uh, you know, doctored up and bent out of shape, praise God, and so on and so forth. So there are all these thoughts out there, you know, and they don't believe in the rapture, you know, and so on. You know. So uh, praise God. We have to hold on to some basic tenets of the faith, some doctrines that have to be uh, kept as a base. Otherwise, you could just go down the path and lose it. Praise God. I was inquiring about someone the other day, and and I said, what about him? I said, yeah, he's, he's still stuck here and there in some, you know, variant uh, of the truth, which is not the truth, praise God. He's always been like that. And whoever this person I'm talking about, I mean, just one of those people who would not sit down, would not yield, would not put his neck. He had to always be on top, the top dog, you know, and... Uh, Adding irikula was a good word for that in the Greek, you know. So we are, we are all learning that there's something about taking the yoke. We have the, the will to take the yoke, to accept uh, Jesus' authority in our lives and bear his yoke. And his yoke is not grievous. It's not painful. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. And therefore, the only time you will face uh, trouble with that yoke is when you are fighting against it, when you are refusing it, and then you get a pain in the neck. I know that there's been, um, you know, maltreatment of people in authority, uh, you know, uh, and so people hate to be submissive. But let's just do it for the Lord, and it will help uh, flow if the body of Christ would take their place rather than competing and outdoing each other you know uh, just settle down it would be a different kind of atmosphere and God will help us especially as he's coming soon so all these kind of thoughts are there and you know let's see maybe we can read one of such thoughts Ephesians chapter 5 um, it says their husbands, in verse 25, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies 
He that loveth his wife loveth himself. So there is this thought that Jesus is coming back for a perfect church. A glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. But as you continue to examine the scripture, you find out there's not, that's not really what is written there. These things have been put out there by people who uh, think so. What is written there is that he will present it to himself. He didn't say he's coming back for a glorious church. But that he would present it to himself, a glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. So if there's one guy going to get saved just before Jesus comes, you could see that he sure has some spots and he's got some wrinkles. Amen. But it has been taught that way and it's been put out there by people that we look up to. And so it is swallowed. And so we swallow various things. Amen. But uh, when we begin to hear and hear and hear and hear, you also begin to form a system of belief. And you can also filter things and hear from God about things. Amen. So notice that all of us are also growing and learning and understanding, and we can have some formation of views and thoughts which are based on foundational scripture. Hallelujah. Amen. And so uh, you don't have to swallow everything. You can think about it, pray about it, and you'll find out as time goes, uh, you know, you become more and more stable. Hallelujah. For instance, in this thought here, notice that heaven is given to us as a gift. Praise God. You don't work to get to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. But you do works. And based on your works, you are rewarded and given crowns. Hallelujah. But heaven and eternal life are a gift. Amen. And it is, it is true that people have said, uh, you could be ending up as once saved, always saved, as if it is a bad thing. Why is it thought of as a bad thing? Because they cannot understand that Jesus gave us that as a gift. They're like, no, it can't be that good. But if we or an angel should preach any other gospel, let that person be cursed. Let that angel be cursed. What is gospel? It is given to us as good news, as a free gift that we did not deserve or earn, that Jesus paid for completely. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need to accept that you cannot save yourself, that salvation is a gift. Amen. But God has given us a choice also, and you can fight against it, and you can choose your own way. And you can uh, run here and there, but there are boundaries of salvation that God will still keep. Praise God. Merciful, uh, loving thoughts towards us keep us from going way out there and losing our salvation. Praise God. And that involves our own work also. So these are just thoughts. You don't have to swallow them. Amen. You can think about it yourself. Is it a combination of works and the gift of God? Or 
How is it that you get saved? Or is it that you believe that Jesus paid it all? Thank God we believe Jesus paid it all. Hallelujah. And heaven is a gift. The rapture is a gift. It's not something that you work for. It came with the full package. That if the head went to heaven, the rest of the body will go. Praise God. Hallelujah. The body is going. That there are uh, you know, people who are struggling with it. And we all came from varieties of you know, thinking. But as time has gone, because of desire, because of more and more understanding, you're able to form a stable thought, a stable teaching. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it has to do with a desire to do the will of God. I want to follow Jesus. I want to do the right thing. Amen. And so he says, give me your neck. Amen. And then come, learn from me. So you may want to run out there and just do this and that. And you need to do certain things. Even if you're just a baby. Praise God. Even if you're still developing. You need to preach the simple gospel. But if someone begins to charge you with further questions. You can just say, I don't know everything. Come to my church. Hallelujah. Amen. And then once you get the basic doctrine, you should be able to teach others and make disciples out of them. So it's a twofold thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see if we can hear a thing or two in Canada. Ephesians 5, 26 um, to 28 in Canada. Adanu Kadanka Sukku in Tadu Yavadu Illade Parishudavu Dosha Villadu Agiruva Mahimeula Sabea and Nagi Tanagetane Samat Pisikola Bakin Didane Hage Purusharu Sahaswanta Shariravanu Pritisikoluva Prakarave Tamma Hendati Ranu Pritisuva Hanginavaragi Dare Tana Hendati and Nu Pritisuvanu Tanane Pritisikoluva Nagi Dane Praise God. So you see in Ephesians 2, the 8th verse, For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Praise God for that. It's nothing you could do, really. And God just knew your choice before time, and he accepted, and he chose you. Praise God, before time began. And you became his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. In God's wisdom and foreknowledge, he already knew us. And he knew our choices and had things planned out for us before time began. And it was all because you accepted the gift of the gospel, the word, the thoughts of God towards you and you were saved. Hallelujah. Not by your works. Let's hear Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 also. Nambikeya mulaka krupe indale nivu rakshane hondidavaragi diri. A rakshane yu nimindun tada dalla. Adu devara danawe. Adu kriyegal inda untada dalla. Adadar inda hogarikolluvadakke yarigu aspada villa. Praise God. So you have these kind of thoughts here which you have to also use. And we are not trying to find out the extreme uh, indulgence 
and just do whatever you want to do and see how far and push the boundaries. That's not our desire. Some people may do that and just live and push the boundaries, but also where sin abounds, you know, grace abounds much more. So it has made it messy sometimes, the whole message that, you know, we're supposed to understand has become quite a mess because uh, people are not really uh, living in a way that they're seeking to fear him. And they don't want to hear such messages. In fact, they just say it's boring and they switch it off. Amen. But uh, the fear of the Lord has all of these benefits. And it affects length of days, riches, and honor. And in all you're getting, you need to get it. Praise God. Otherwise, you're going to be leading people astray. Hallelujah. Let's look at something in Romans also. The last chapter of Romans Notice there, um, verse 24, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now, to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. So Paul was given a private revelation. And so maybe others are trying to produce one themselves. <laughs> but there's no new gospel. There's the same gospel, but just another understanding. Understanding is important. Another view. And so, listening to different people you trust is not wrong. As long as they are trustworthy in their own character also, in their own life. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel, and the preaching of Jesus Christ... According to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. Wow, there's some things that have not been unveiled except at the time of Paul and Paul's gospel. They were hidden since the world began. But now is made manifest. And by the scriptures of the prophets, those are New Testament prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. Another word for faith is also obedience. Obeying God's word. Acting on God's word. Hallelujah. You can hear it all day long, but until you act on it, it is not the real faith. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing, and then it is acted upon, and that when it is acted upon, it becomes faith that is alive. Faith without corresponding actions is dead. Having faith only, uh, which is also maybe a fake kind of faith, praise God, because it's not really uh, full of the energy, and it doesn't produce the results. So you can see here that it is connected to the obedience of faith. To God, the only wise, be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Written to the Romans from Corinthus, sent by Phoebe, servant of the church at Centria. So this lady is the one who takes that message. Praise God. And, and so there's nothing wrong with ladies who take the message either. Glory to God. Amen. 
And so there are people out there who are still saying things like, you know, women should not preach and all of that. I don't know where they get that from. Uh, But I believe that you and I are thinking differently because you desired these things and you humbled yourself and you put that yoke upon you and you sat down and you learned and that is why you choose differently. Hallelujah. That is why you say things that maybe some people cannot imagine saying. Hallelujah. But it was a secret. Notice that. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Notice verse 25. Now to him that is of power to establish you. You could also say, who's able to establish you. According to the gospel. There is a certain level of stability that you will have if you understand the gospel. Amen. And uh, it's available for everybody, but it's not forced on everybody. Out of desire, we read it again. Hallelujah. And that makes a lot of difference. The ability to listen and hear and desire uh, to follow and obey God makes you more and more stable. More and more stable. More and more stable. And we need stability now more than ever before. Praise God. Let's hear verse 25 and 26 uh, in Canada one more time if we have not already. Anadi in the Guptavagida Marmaviga Prakasha Kebandu Nityanada Devara Apanea Prakara Pravadigala Grantagala Mulaka Anya General Larige Nambikemba Videa Pavanu Untumaduva the Koskara Tirisa Alpatide. Hallelujah. Notice Jude twenty four, similar thought. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God. Our Savior be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. Amen. Notice that he's again saying he's able to keep you from falling. He's able to stabilize you. He's able to make you stable. There's so many of these kind of thoughts there that God is able. And you know, somebody sang a song, God is able. And, and thank God that God can do anything. That he's the only wise God. He's full of power. You know, and God being able is not enough. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know that God can do all things. The man said to Jesus, you can do anything. Praise God. And Jesus said, if you believe, all things are possible. Hallelujah. So there is something about us responding to it. Amen. For us to receive the benefit, we must be willing to do it. We must be ready to speak it and act upon it. Otherwise, all of this ability of God is not really uh, going to produce effects in us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look at another scripture like that. We'll come back and examine out of James, which we read the other day. Observe there. Wherefore, in verse 21 of chapter 
1 James, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. So it does not automatically save your souls. Amen. But if you begin to, verse 22, be doers of the word and not hearers only, otherwise you deceive yourself, then you can enjoy the benefit of your soul getting the benefit of salvation, thinking right, having a rest in the midst of all kinds of stormy weather out there, lying, demonic things, symptoms, etc. You can have rest. You can be sure. You can be stable. But it only happens because you are willing to do it. Hallelujah. So without that ability to do, you're not going to enjoy much. And so Jesus said, if a man will do, then he will know whether the doctrine is from God or not. Otherwise, you'll be cheated by winds of doctrine. And the winds, the waves, notice that the storms out there are what beat upon the house. So some people are getting blown away in the beginning itself. Hallelujah. And because of that, they cannot handle the rest. The rest of the storm uh, just breaks down the house. They don't have the stability to uh, outlast the challenges out there. Praise God. But as we continue hearing and hearing and offering our neck to sit there, we are doing it because I want to do it. I want to do the will of God. I want to do the plan of God. And so you are kept. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at another scripture like that, and then we will come back to the Canada. Hallelujah. Acts and the 20th chapter. Praise God. He says there, speaking as he's leaving the earth, Paul has come to the place where he realizes he's probably not going to see them anymore. And then in 28 he says, Take heed therefore unto yourselves to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. And then he talks about people speaking perverse things, drawing disciples after them. And then he goes on in 32 to give them a confirmation. And now, brethren, I commend you to God. To the word of his grace, which is able again to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. He said, again, it is able to build you up. The word of his grace is able, but if you do not put it into operation and do not act on it, guess what? The inheritance is not going to automatically drop on your head. It has to be acted upon. You have to have a willingness to act on the word, and then you are built up to receive. Notice that it will build you up. It has the power to build you up. Amen? Or you won't be built up. Based on your being built up, you are able to receive the inheritance among all the sanctified ones. So you can see there are many verses like this where God's ability is there, but one has to act upon it, otherwise it is not going to happen. 
And so, as we act on the word and obey the word, the right doctrine comes, the ability of God comes, the stability of God comes, the inheritance and all that we're supposed to receive becomes our reality. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can now hear these kind of verses. Maybe we'll start in Jude uh, verse 24, first of all. And then we can go on to uh, James chapter 1 and observe there the 21st verse. And so we can continue on from there, realizing these kind of thoughts um, that they are there for us. Acts 20 and 32. Praise God. All of these thoughts can be uh, unified, brought together uh, under one heading that if you can just decide, I'm going to do it, I'm going to obey it and start speaking it, start acting on it, you will find one by one the power of God released in each of these matters and you are stable and you receive your inheritance, you receive the benefits of this good news in every area of your life. Hallelujah. So what's more important is not just hearing but the doing and the will to do it. Praise God. If you have committed your life to the Lord, given your neck to Him, then you do not fight against Him. <clears throat> you may but you don't have to. You can yield yourself and let him teach you. Let him give you rest. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see uh, Acts chapter 9 also. And see a certain place in the scripture where uh, it's nice to just read. You know, It says in verse 31, Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Isn't that a nice settled kind of state where the church ought to be? Praise God. Hallelujah. I like to hear that again. He says, Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified or built up and walking, notice, in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Hallelujah. That should be the way it is. It may not always be like that, but that's the way it's supposed to be. Hallelujah. Let's hear this also in Canada, Acts 9.31. So you can never have enough of it. Let's just keep getting edified and then walking in the fear of the Lord, in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. 
Again and again, again and again. That's a good place to be in. That's a restful place. That's a peaceful place. Amen. That's a place where you have borne his yoke. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyhow, let's keep going. So, um, what's the will of God? The will of God is stated interestingly over and over uh, across the scripture. For instance, John 8 tells us that while Jesus was sharing the word there, teaching, as he spake these words, many believed on him. That's verse 30. So that's part of the will of God, getting people to believe on the Lord Jesus, preaching the gospel. And then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue, this is the long haul now, if you commit, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples Indeed. So the next thing is to make disciples. Praise God. Not just get people saved and stuck, but to make disciples. And guess what? They know the truth and the truth makes them free. So, you know, our desire is to see people free. And God's way is like this. You don't just get saved and left there, but you continue. You continue in the discipleship, in the word of God, being built up, edified, and... um, (coughs) in the fear of God, and in the rest and peace, and you enjoy freedom. Praise God. Let's hear um, Romans 8, I mean, John 8, 30 to 32 also. Atanu ee matugalannu heeluttiddagale anekaru atanalli nambike ittaru. Atana mele nambike itta ayivu dirige yesu nivu nanna vakkyadalli nelegondiddare nijavagiyu nivu nanna shishyaragu viri. Glory to God. It's a good thing to know these uh, realities. Why is Jesus not yet here? He thinks like this. Amen. He thinks like this. How does he think? Verse 9 of Second Peter 3. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. This is why he's delayed. The Father doesn't send him as long as he knows there's another person and another person. (laughs) Because hell is a permanent place. Forever. Imagine, you're not just going to be burning for, uh, say, a few minutes, and then you die. No, you're going to be burning forever, and ever, and ever. And all of the horrors of that place are not for you. They were not created for us. They were created for demon spirits, disobedient spirits, to be tortured there forever. And God knows the pain. God knows the suffering. God knows it. And he doesn't want any to perish. Not one. And so he still gives us seven years after the church is raptured. Because he's still patient. And of course, judgment is upon the earth. In the last three and a half years, it's going to be called the great judgment. The great tribulation. The greatest that the world has ever known. Never before or after will there be such time on the earth. Hallelujah. And um, if you keep studying, as you, you know, as you know, don't swallow it all, just hear. You, know, you think about it yourself. 
You know, uh, we have known, for instance, that there's the marriage supper of the Lamb. And uh, we've taken it like that. That is a seven-year period and all of that. Uh, but there are other thoughts. You can think about it, you know. So we want to say familiar thoughts. We don't want to break out into other thoughts. But there are other thoughts. Think about it. According to the Jewish society, um, the marriage was done in the son's house. Amen. They went to the father and then they went to the son. Praise God. And so the, the supper itself was, was done in the son's house. Amen. And the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So the marriage supper is supposed to be down here. According to these thoughts. You don't have to swallow it. I don't have to swallow it. And that the seven year time is just a presenting to himself. The bride. And she will be without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, decked, and she will come down for that wonderful marriage and supper and all that. Interesting. You don't have to swallow it because I, I'm not a Jew. I don't know, but I hear these things. Amen. Because don't forget that it was originally written to the Jews, and it looks as though. The Jewish, Jewish people could not understand that God would be bothered about us. Amen. It's like, what? These guys? Peter had a tough time trying to preach to the Jews. And even, I mean, to the Gentiles. And even after finishing that, when he came back, he was still scared. Whether he was doing the right thing. Whether it was good to do it. Maybe he made a mistake. And so, he lived in that fear of man. And... Um, he would hear things from God, but, you know, Paul heard more clearly, I think, than Peter. Amen. You don't have to swallow it all. But um, there are all these cultural things in the Jewish setting that we don't really know about. We are Gentiles, basically. And we have our own customs and nashtams and so on. So we need to be able to see uh, the, the, what does the scripture say about it. Amen. That he presents the bride to himself. A bride without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, he's able to keep us from falling. And present us faultless before the throne. However, you know, you may fall. If you like to. You, you may and you will. Because nobody's going to be perfect until we meet Jesus face to face. And so we're going to be involved in varieties of failures and flops, maybe not as bad as before. Our lives get better and better. Glory to glory, glory to glory. But there will always be, you know, people who know you very well, who know that, hey, you have some spots, I know you. You're not perfect. Your hair may be perfect, you know, your beard may be perfect, but you, you, I know you, I mean, praise God, you see. So uh, in heaven... Where we stand before Jesus, we will all know that we're kind of spotty here and there. And Jesus will just wipe away all tears and settle everything and restore us completely. And then we come and get married, in quote. Hallelujah. So uh, think about it. <laughs> think about it. Praise God for all of us who are working hard to be perfect. Um, praise God. God is able to keep us from falling. 
and present us faultless before his throne. Hallelujah. Amen. God is the one who can do that. Amen. We can uh, follow in the fear of the Lord, learning these things, acting on them, receiving more revelation, edification, being settled, being peaceful, walking in the fear of the Lord. We can do all that. Praise God. We can choose to do that. Hallelujah. We can choose to do the will of God. Amen. Um, So think about all of that and um, yield yourself even more. Praise God. But God has not sent the Lord Jesus yet because he is waiting, not willing that any should perish. Praise God. Not willing that any should perish. As you keep reading and studying, you will find out that the last day before Jesus comes back on the earth, that's after we go home, And be with him for seven years. He comes back with us to finish things once and for all. That last day, uh, if you study, think about it. Half of Jerusalem has been destroyed. They are ready to finish the last part of the half of Jerusalem. Then the Lord comes. Praise God. But in that day, there is going to be darkness deep darkness that you cannot even see your hand like in Egypt you know how it was and it will be a supernatural darkness and then suddenly the the Lord who is the supernatural light will come from east to west like lightning and so in that last darkness people are still given a chance to choose hallelujah what is this In the midst of that, people can still cry out one last day before he comes and wipes out all of that stuff. And only, you know, the righteous ones go into the time of the kingdom. Amen. The the millennium. So you can see there that he is going to try from his heart to reach the lost still. Praise God. We leave. The Jews start to preach 144,000. Then uh, their converts also preach. Praise God. It's going to be real tough. Then after the second half, angels start preaching. Gets to the next level. Then as time is winding down, the two witnesses are preaching. And they are killed. And they rise up again after three and a half days. All of this is just to get people saved. Amen. All of this is God still trying to get the last person in before he wipes out everything. You can see him. He has not changed. God is not willing that any should perish. Any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. Isn't it? That's his will. That's God's will. But until we act on it, it's not going to happen. God can will all he wants. Praise God. And so when we get close to him, we begin to think like this. And we know what's coming. They have no clue. They're just wondering what's going on and destruction and so on, wars. But you know what's going on. Hallelujah. That God is still ringing the bell. If anyone hears my words, can anyone come home? Here I am. Hallelujah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And just like that, Noah preached. 
you know, and he kept at it till the last day. Then he closed the door and that was that. Praise God. Same old God. Same old thinking. Hallelujah. So you and I need to start thinking about how to share the gospel with people. Amen. Thinking about it. Hallelujah. In the previous verse, he says, have we read verse 9 in Canada? No, let's hear that in, in Canada first. Second Peter 3, 9. So we we are you know we need to get familiar with this thinking. Of course we want him to come. He said, I don't know when I'm coming. Angels don't know when I'm coming. My father knows. So it's the father who's not willing that any should perish. God is not willing that any should perish. And in his foreknowledge, he has seen. And he's waiting for that last person. It's, it's hard to understand sometimes. Praise God. And then if you see the previous verse, the eighth verse, he says, but... Beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. That one day is with the Lord as a thousand years. And a thousand years as one day. This is some interesting mathematics here. That Peter seems to understand. He said here that uh, with the Lord, one day is like a thousand and a thousand is like one day. So you could say Jesus has been in heaven just for two days. From heaven's perspective, he's been here for just two days. So that makes you see how God sees things. And so those of us who have lost relatives and, I mean, gained, they have gained glory. We lost their fellowship, but they're in heaven. They may have just been there for a few minutes. <laughs> Amen. Just hardly a few minutes. If you start doing the mathematics on a thousand and a one, you know, and start comparing. You know, if Jesus has gone home and he's been there for 2,000 years, according to us, but in heaven it's like just two days. So God sees things differently. When he says forever and ever, you better believe it. And to be in hell forever and ever is gone beyond thousand. And we look like Jesus, did he even come? Was he really here? Was there such a person on the earth? And it's just been two days. And people are already thinking there's no Jesus. When will he come? He's been saying he'll come. Meanwhile, it's just two days. Amen. And of course, he's coming. These signs point to his coming. Everything that you can see. Hallelujah. But it's good to get familiar with this heart and eternity. Amen. And therefore, start calculating your life based on these thoughts. Hallelujah. Is it worth it to get one person saved? Angels rejoice. Angels don't rejoice because you got a new car or a new house. Amen. Or you got your real estate, you know, or just bought a mall or started the next business. Praise God. They rejoice because people get saved. Woo, glory. Isn't that cool? 
And we, we are here with all of these contradictions, all of these voices, all of these winds, all of these lies. And, uh, you know, it affects us. Hallelujah. So we need to keep these things in the forefront again. What is the Lord really bothered about? Hallelujah. What are the things that will stand the time of eternity? What is it that I should invest in, really? Praise God. What are, what are the things that God sees? Praise God. Because one of these days, just like that, it's going to happen. Amen. And we saw in Turkey how, you know, Turkey is supposed to be where all the plates are meeting. Africa, Europe, everything together. Boom. That's where it has been happening. So this is big. Things are going to happen. They are going to shock everybody. All the continental plates meet there. And that's where it has been happening. Boom, 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 boom. So we are at the beginning of some really, really amazing times. And we are, we're blessed to be here on the earth during this time. To actually witness these things. But we should never forget that this is the heart of God. Hallelujah. And so the will of God must be there in our minds. And if you will to do his will... Then you will know the doctrine and it will affect your standing with the storms, with the winds, with everything out there. Hallelujah. And you will outlast it. And God will be able to keep us from falling and present us faultless. The ability of God will actually kick in and we can enjoy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe we can hear verse 8 of Second Peter 3. Adare Priere, Katana Enikeli, Undu Dinavu, Savira Varushagalanteu, Savira Varushagalu, Undu Dinadanteu, Ave Embadanu Matra Tiria, the Varagira Bediri. Praise God. Amazing how God thinks, how God sees things. Praise God. We are, we're growing, we're learning, we're getting to think like Him, we're walking with Him. The more we think like Him, the more we walk like Him and walk with Him. Praise God. All of these thoughts. Let's see if we can uh, read something again along such lines in Philippians. Philippians, the fourth chapter. A familiar verse of scripture. Notice verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So notice, rest, no worry. No anxiety. Amen in the middle of it all. But rather with thanksgiving, making requests known to the Lord. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Here we have the recipe, so to speak, uh, to enjoy the peace of God. Don't worry about it. Tell him about it. Thank him for it. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. God's military power comes to keep your heart and mind. Like he has been put there as a sentinel or a police or a garrison has been arranged over your heart and your mind. Praise God. First of all, don't be bothered about anything. Don't be worried about anything. Tell him about it. Thank him for it. And the peace of God will mount guard over you. Hallelujah. 
your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. And then notice verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest or honorable, whatsoever things are just or fair, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Hallelujah. So here you have another step to keeping the peace. The peace comes to you. Peace of God is there. Mounting guard. And how do you keep that? You make sure your thoughts are in line with this. They are lovely. They are pure. They are honorable. They are good reports. You think on these things. Hallelujah. And then the peace stays there. Next verse says, Those things which you have Notice, both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. Now, God is already with us. How many of you know God is already with us? That he's living in us. Glory to God. That we're his address right now. We're his velasum. Amen. Including his male velasum. Hallelujah. (laughs) We have learned. We have heard. We have received. And now we do. Hallelujah. But this God of peace being with us, I believe is is slightly different from just the way he is in us. Praise God. There's going to be more of an awareness of the God of peace. Hallelujah. Being with us. That happens only after the doing. Amen. The doing. Notice that. When you do these things, the God of peace uh, becomes real, more real to you, more real to you, more and more. And he is mentioned as the God of peace in many places. Hallelujah. He is not the God of confusion, he's the God of peace. Praise God. So as we begin to imagine, for instance, a life where you're not worried about a thing, number one. Number two, if it's not a good report, you're not even bothered about it. <laughs> Imagine that that's the way you live. Just imagine that for a minute. If it is not a good report, that's not your problem. (laughs) You are just not bothered about it. Hallelujah. Imagine you're living like that. You just thank God, you pray, thank God, and you're not bothered about a thing. Hallelujah. Just think about that kind of life for a minute. That's, wow, what a life. Praise God. Your mind is just free from everything. All you're thinking about is a good report. Lovely, praiseworthy. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, God will come and be there with you in a very special way. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are encouraged to just be doers of these things. I want to experience that. Do you want to experience that? The God of peace being with us in a special way, in a maybe a manifested way. That we, we know apart from him being in us in a way that it's going to be tangible that God is with us. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the way we begin to now function. You're saved. But are you enjoying the benefits of salvation? You are victorious in Christ. But are you actually victorious in life? You are an overcomer in Christ. 
But are you really overcoming in life? Praise God. It's when you do the truth of the word of God and act upon it, speaking about it, that it begins to manifest outside. Hallelujah. And people are more interested in the externals. And so you may preach something, thank God that we should, but it should be seen also on the outside. Amen. And then that life is different. Hallelujah. So you are that message. You are a walking, living message. Praise God. And that's what it's all about. Translating it into a life where God is with you. Amen. Where you are winning. You are a winner in Christ. But you are winning. Actually winning. You are an overcomer and you are actually overcoming. Praise God. Amen. So the things that have been done in us by the grace of God, we are now working it out, bringing it forth, uh, doing it. Hallelujah. Speaking it and it becomes a reality. Praise God. That's what it's all about. And why? Because there are amazing eternal benefits. The way God sees it. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear Philippians 4, 6 uh, to 9 in Canada also before we proceed. Yava Sambanda Vagyu Chinte Madade Sarva Vishayadali Devara Munde Krutajna Tastutianu Pratane Vijnapane Gadanu Madutani Mage Bekada Danu Tiriya Padisiri Aga Ella Grahike and Nu Vyaruva Devara Shantiu Nimma Hrudaya Gadanu Manasu Gadanu Krista Yesuvina Mulaka Kayu Vadu Kadedagi Sahodara Re Satyavada Vugadu Yavavo Pramanika Vada Vugadu Yavavo Nyaya Vada Vugadu Yavavo Shuddha Vada Vugadu Yavavo Pritikara Vada Vugadu Yavavo Manya Vada Vugadu Yavavo Avugadanu Matu Sadunavanu Stutyavada Danu Yo Nivu Yavadanu Naninda Kalitu Hundidiro Matu Yavadanu Nanali Kedikandiro Adane Madutta Baniri Aga Shantidayakanada Devaru Nimondi Giruvanu Hallelujah so there are these eternal benefits, the thousand year, one day, one day, thousand year, eternity based benefits that God knows. We are just beginning to grapple with it and think about it. Amen. Notice in Revelation chapter 2, he is speaking to uh, a church that was going to go through some tough times. Verse 10, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Fear none. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Wow. Not everybody's going to go through such experiences, but there are some people who are going to go through these things. They are going to see their head being cut off. Of course, you won't taste it. You're instantly out and you're looking at your body and then you find yourself with Jesus. Amen. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And Jesus promised in the 8th chapter of John that we will not see death. We would not taste it. Hallelujah. And they understood it when he said that. Praise God. He said it very plainly. But then he continues the 11th verse. He that has an ear, let him hear. Again, he's appealing to the hearing ear. Continue hearing. What the Spirit says unto the churches, He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. 
Amen. Now, we are born again people. According to 1 John 5, we are already overcomers. Amen. Because of the faith that we have. That's the truth. Hallelujah. So I believe you and I are not going to hell. We will not be hurt by the second death. Hallelujah. However, there is an emphasis also on overcoming. Hallelujah. Amen. So think about the overcoming aspect. Observe the 17th uh, verse also. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name, written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Some mysterious stuff there. Interesting, you know. Hallelujah. Only you will know. Nobody else will know. How, how interesting is that? All right. You have a pet name with the Lord, you know. Praise God. And uh, he, he has that special honor for the overcoming one. And he continues in the 26th verse also. Notice he says there, And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. So he has a place of uh, rulership for the overcoming one. The one that keeps his works to the end. Praise God. So there is going to be a grade and an honor given to the overcoming ones. We are all overcomers because of the faith of the Son of God in us. We have overcome whatever is out there, whoever is out there. Praise God. But then when it comes into the doing of it, uh, you know, there are going to be some that will receive this special honor. Hallelujah. Power over the nations. Hallelujah. So there is a dominion and an eternal ruling coming up. Hallelujah. All right, let's see if we can hear these verses also in Canada. Maybe we'll start with Revelation 2.11 and then 17 and then 26 all out of chapter 2. Atmanu Sabegarige, Hiruvadanu Kivirlavanu Kedali, Jayahundu Vavanige, Eradanea Maranadinda Kedaguade Illa Atmanu Sabegarige, Hiruvadanu Kivirlavanu Kedali, Yavanu Jayahundutano, Avanige, Bachitiruva, Manavanu Tinuvadake, Nanu Koduvenu, Idalla de Avanige, Hosa Hesaru Baradiruva, Bidi Kalanu Koduvenu, Adanu Hundi Davanige, Horatu Adu in Narihuti. Yavanu Jayahundi Nana Kriegal and Nukadevaregu Kaikur Lutano Avanige Nanu Janangala Mele Adikara Vanukudu Atene. Hallelujah. Praise God. Continuing further in the third chapter of Revelation, notice verse five He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father. And before his angels, he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Notice in the same third chapter, verse 21, again, uh, thoughts that we need to start entertaining even more. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Notice we are already seated in, in Him, in Christ, and there at the right hand. But there is also 
another sitting, I believe, to the overcoming one. Will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne? He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Amen. So I believe as you keep hearing it more and more, praying about it more and more, you will see it more and more. Hallelujah. Amen. Acting on it, you know, the overcoming lifestyle that is on the inside of us, the life, the power, the mighty Holy Spirit, and the Word of God working together will cause us to actually experience overcoming life while we are on the earth. Think about that. And then you get accolades and crowns and benefits forever and ever and wow uh, it just you know your mind staggers at these thoughts hallelujah but let's worship him who's worthy thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord blessed be your holy name blessed be your holy name blessed be your holy name thank you that it is possible to not be worried or anxious about anything thank you that it is possible To focus on the good report, the lovely, the praiseworthy, the truth that you have said above all else. That we can have your peace, that we can have your presence with us in a greater measure. We bless you. We thank you for the overcoming life. That it becomes a reality on a daily basis. That then we can enjoy eternal benefits in seeing people saved, people discipled, people built up. The church and people free, free to serve, free to live. We worship you for that. We bless you for understanding, being enlightened in Jesus' name. Clarity coming to thoughts and minds in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. All confusion disappear in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your peace right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, team. Thank you. Hallelujah. We worship you. Amen. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank God for eternity is waiting. And you and I have the ability to do the right thing. Hallelujah. You're blessed.